Hey folks, you're listening to an episode of Cultural Lenses, a show about life from the perspective of an Indian man who grew up in the Middle East and is now living in Canada. Cultural Lenses is hosted by Nikhil Chodimela, otherwise known as LR11, or more simply, as LR. The theme song of Cultural Lenses was made by good friends of LR, Revelries. You can find them on Spotify and also on Twitter at Revelries Music. And finally, to keep up with LR and all of what he does, make sure you follow him on Twitter at LRThe11, on Instagram at LR11, and on Twitch, where he occasionally streams at twitch.tv LR11. Enjoy the show. back to another episode of cultural lenses this is episode three of season two or whatever the fuck the episode count is right now um i'll have to do that at some point and catalog everything but welcome to cultural lenses i'm your host nick hill chodimel otherwise known as lr11 or more simply known as lr as the intro would have already told you spoken by my lovely lovely glenn houston uh whose links you can find in the description for this episode and if you're looking for somebody to do voice acting hit him up um Welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking about tattoos. Um, and it's going to be, there's going to be some education in this episode. Uh, I'm going to bring up some important, what I feel are important um, historical and cultural points about tattoos. Um, but it's mostly just me ranting or just, I just wanted to talk about tattoos because um, it was my birthday a couple of days ago. This episode's going to be coming out the 26th of May. Um, my birthday was on the 23rd of May, so about three days ago. And I got myself a tattoo for my birthday. And um, right now on my upper arm, I have this piece with uh, three sea turtles, a mermaid, uh, and some jellyfish uh, in space. And I am... If you follow me on my social media accounts, you'd uh, you'd see some of my thoughts and some of my uh, brain vomit. Uh, <laughs> not that I consider it bad, so to speak, but I just I'll blur out my random thoughts into the Twitter sphere as one does. I have been wanting to get tattoos for a long time, a very long time. Uh, for me, it was very much uh, tied to being a rock star. You know, I did the whole long hair thing, um, pictures of which I don't think I've ever posted or I would have in there somewhere, but I did the whole long hair thing. I have piercings, I have a helix, I have my lobes and I have my, uh, nose pierced. And I finally got 
my tattoo and the the pure joy the happiness of being able to go through that process finally and have something on me uh not necessarily i wasn't necessarily visualizing this exact design or this exact tattoo but i was visualizing this moment where i got to be wholly myself it has been very nice um it has made child me very happy to to empower myself by being able to express myself in the way i've always wanted to um and so right now uh just as a as a general plan i've got this uh sea theme going on and i intend to turn my uh right arm into a sleeve into an aquarium my very own aquarium by my um the artist who's done uh these pieces so far uh their name is uh sea slang on instagram please go check out their artwork they are a fantastic artist and i am so happy to have found them and i'm so happy to have the privilege of being able to get a tattoo from them um i it's it's always been about um uh self expression for me especially coming from a background and based in maths and physics and with how stringent and strict and how narrow minded um my part of india that kind of culture that kind of society with how narrow minded and how strict they can be uh self expressions like this are very much discouraged seen as a waste of uh time i think uh seen as ugly seen as a sign of a deviant of a rebel associated with a lot of negative connotations which i think also in general for tattooing is true in uh primarily the western world um and I'm just I'm just glad I can I get to be in a place I could be in Canada where I could do this without having to go through any of that. My parents have both been uh very excited uh initially. Uh they weren't so much, but after seeing the piece and just seeing the 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 artwork, um they really enjoyed it, which makes me happy, honestly. Um not that I would have um not that it would have been any less special or less significant if I didn't have their acceptance, but you know, they get to I get to feel uh, accepted regardless. So the the history of tattooing um dates back to to a very 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 long time ago. Um well, as far as we know, um the earliest uh the oldest evidence of human tattoos is believed to be between uh 3370 BC and 3100 BC. Um there was a mummy that was discovered in the Alps in uh, the early 90s uh who was nicknamed Otzi the Iceman um part of why he's called Otzi is because he was found in the uh, Otsal Alps um because of the location where he died his body was naturally mummified and preserved uh making him uh, Europe's oldest human mummy and they found that he has a total of 61 tattoos in various locations with the majority of them being on his legs and through dating and analysis and stuff they found that 
soot and uh, fireplace ash was used to create these tattoos. Um, but otherwise, we have uh, over 49 different uh, locations in the world where tattooed mummies and remains have been discovered. And locations where tattooing practices have been recorded on human remains include Alaska, Mongolia, Greenland, Egypt, China, Sudan, Russia, and the Philippines. Um, and some of these uh, discoveries dating back to 2100 BC, but they link to different periods of time throughout ancient history. Um, and there are different reasons for um, why all these different cultures have been tattooing and would get tattoos. The word tattoo itself comes from um, the Samoan word, it's a loan word, uh, tatau. I hope I pronounced that right, and if, it, if I didn't, I apologize. Um, I am a mere English-speaking human being, um, but it is a loan word from the Samoan word tatau, which means to strike. Um, because uh, before the importation of the Polynesia of this uh, of the Samoan word, the uh, practice of tattooing had been described in the West as painting, scarring, or staining. Um, I believe it was in the 18th century, so the 1700s, where um, uh, explorers and, uh, for lack of a better term, colonizers, uh, were traveling around and started discovering all these different uh, uh, groups and documenting um, this uh, this practice. Um, so in uh, in Samoan culture. Uh, or in Polynesian culture, uh, tattoos are um, signs of passage. Um, and, and there's a specific type of uh, tattoo known as the peya. And I hope I'm also pronouncing that right. Uh, which is a hole like from your waist, just like a little bit by your belly button all the way down to like your thighs. Uh, and you get that whole area tattooed. Um I, I believe it was part of a ceremony of ascension to a leadership role within within the 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 clan or the village or uh, um, the family. And uh, if you couldn't sit through it or couldn't complete it, uh, it was usually a sign of uh, disgrace. Um, Otherwise, tattoos have worked their way into different uh, subcultural connotations. Um, marks of status, rank, symbols of religion, spiritual devotion, um, marks of fertility, pledges of love, amulets, talismans, protections, uses punishments. Uh, punishment, which is where, where it has a little bit more, where some of the, a lot of the negative connotations have come from, where uh, they'd mark outcasts, slaves, convicts. Um, and it depends on the place and the type of tattoo is is what changes its meaning. Um, I'm sure in popular culture, at least uh, as far as I know, and this is popular culture to me, is prison tattoos. And if you had a teardrop, it meant you killed somebody. So as far as I understand it, I could be grossly wrong. But as far as I've consu consumed uh, North American media, that's, that's what I know that. Right? Um, and tattooing in the uh, in in North America in in America was introduced through uh, uh, Filipino artists and Japanese artists when Japan opened up their borders. And um, for anybody who would have uh, 
watch any sort of the documentaries done any research into tattooing they would have learned of wang od um who uh, is is one of the uh, oldest living traditional tattooists of the uh kalinga people in the philippines um and these and keep in mind these traditional tattoos are done using bone like fish bone wood and so they'll have like a stick um or a rod pointed at the end or a stick with like a, a nail coming out of the end um or like the fishbone or whatever dipped in ink and they'll take a little another stick or whatever and then they'll just tap it along the skin like that because you need to pierce the skin and go past the first layer to deposit the ink um that's basically how the very general way of 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 how tattooing is done you pierce the first uh, layer or so of the skin um get deep down there deposit the ink and that ink eventually settles and heals in uh, one of the lower layers of the skin before getting too deep like hitting blood vessels or whatever um they're used as rites of passage uh, marks of uh um i believe there's a culture let me see if i can find it here in my notes um the Koita people of Papua New Guinea uh, traditionally began tattooing at the age of 5 and it was added to each year um and uh for the younger girls when they reached a specific design or a certain level that was an indication that they were ready for marriage um marks of warriors uh, and so on and so on so um i was saying uh, tattoos were introduced to north america through um the uh philippine uh filipinos and japanese people in like harbors and docks and stuff and eventually um it so happened that sailors and and soldiers were introduced to this and they'd start getting tattoos and eventually became a uh a normal thing for um for you to get those tattoos and different tattoos meant different thing like a turtle meant that you'd passed uh, the equator or a sparrow meant that you'd sailed 5000 miles and this sort of embedded itself in becoming a tradition in in the US military uh, navy whatever fucking division um where uh, you get a tattoo to represent your squad or brigade or whatever or how, how long you've served uh, whatever the um the practice is or the the culture is there and uh, this was like in the in the 30s and the 40s um and at that point you were primarily still seeing um tattoos on either uh sailors military men um or you were seeing them on uh circus performers entertainers because at that point i believe there was uh i had his name here but i can't find it anymore um but there was a man uh, his name is John O'Reilly uh in the 1800s uh, he was known as the tattooed irishman and he had a variety of uh, intricate uh, tattoos covering his body um and then there's a uh, this article that I'm reading says that there was an issue released from the Brooklyn Daily Eagle in February 22nd 1887 that highlights his performance at a boxing match they mention his tattoos are hideous and a reflection of his barbarous practices um so yeah in the in the um and and i know i'm uh, like my the information that i'm delivering to you is a little bit all over the place so so bear with me but this is what i'm learning because to me tattoos have always been um i've i've i learned of them and have them associated with the image of rock and roll 
Um, there is absolutely a rebellious connotation with them, which eventually from doing my design degree and learning about the history of art and how subjective things are. And really just at this point, my thing is just fucking, as long as you're not hurting anybody and everybody's consented to it, just do whatever the fuck you want. So, um, at this point, or it's, it's your skin, it's your body. If you want to get a tattoo, get a tattoo. Um, sure. It can have a sentimental meaning. Sure. It can, or it cannot. It can just have artistic meaning. Um, but at that point it was either, uh, entertainers, um, like circus performers. Uh, there was a lady who was the most covered lady or most tattooed lady in the twenties or thirties and was also the first known female tattooist, uh, at least in North, in the Western world. And, um, there was an article that I was reading that said, because this was before the invention of the electric tattooing machine. Um, because of how dedicated and, um, specific the skill set was of these tattoo artists. And there were only like, you know, a couple of dozen of them, um, and going around, traveling around, uh, tattooing all these people at uh, army camps or at docks or whatever. Um, it, it was seen then as a sign of, uh, besides the uh, military for regular people, quote unquote, to get them, it was seen as a sign of prestige or wealth. And with the invention of the electric tattooing machine, electric tattoo machine, tattooing machine, you know what I mean. Um, it was seen as accessible and cheap. And because it was now available to uh, across the socioeconomic, uh, you know, fucking spread, um, it lost its prestige and status and became um, um, something that uh, commoners do, that uh, plebeians, um, criminals do. It's no longer associated with being wealthy and and um, um, affluent. That's a good word. That's the first time I think I've ever used that word in a on a show. Look at me, a little big brain here. And uh, from there, there's been a whole whole bunch of um, things that have rapidly developed and happened from like the '40s to where we are now. Like uh, when Japan opened up its borders. Um, Irizumi was banned in Japan just so that they can maintain a uh, clean image to the outside world because um, they wanted to make a good first impression on its uh, new international status or whatever um, and since then um, tattoos have become uh, associated with the uh, uh, the criminal class um, in Japan um, and then I was reading something interesting that there was a, in 2012 or 2013, uh, a mayor in the mayor of Osaka, uh, the then mayor of Osaka, at least, uh, had started a campaign that said, um, um, to help companies get rid of their employees with tattoos, um, either visible uh tattoos or uh, like you know if, if there were visible tattoos and they could see them either getting rid of the tattoos or just getting rid of the employees and let them find work anywhere else and apparently the campaign was a big success uh, with most uh companies uh in um uh in, in osaka um so it's still very much got a heavy heavy stigma in japan um i know in korea I believe it's because you're piercing the skin. It is considered a medical operation. And 
tattooing parlors are illegal because you need to get the appropriate licenses to perform a medical operation. And so this is one girl that I was a uh, lady that I was watching a video of um, who started her own design spaces, um, all all very much with the risk of being completely shut down. Um, but she focuses very much on floral tattoos because she wants to be that source of change in Korea. This is South Korea. Um, so that it becomes more accepted and uh, eventually legalized. Uh, and then we've got uh, yant- y- uh, Yantra uh, tattooing, uh, which is um, Yantra or Sakyant. Um, it's a form of tattooing using Indian Yantra designs, uh, which are very, uh, they're basically mystical diagrams uh, that come from, uh, that come based from the uh, tantric uh traditions of of like the different indian religions and regions um and it's very geometrical based uh and it's very focused on it's 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 very heavily rooted on in hindu and buddhist uh mysticism um and they believe that yantra tattoos will they offer you protection uh they're said to offer power protection fortune charisma and and other benefits um and they're only as, um, how do I how do I word this? Uh, they're only as effective. Um, th- their power decreases over time, and so you have to repower them each year in a in a uh, celebration in a ritual of sort. And this is more based in um, um, a lot of the uh, Buddhist monk uh, in 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 like in regions like Thailand. And it's very interesting. I was looking into all of this uh, and a lot of this I didn't know because I'm planning all sorts of different pieces. Um, And I really like these geometric pieces. But then the issue with a lot of these tattoos, like with these um, Yantra tattoos specifically, is uh, there's a couple of things. Uh, Buddhism believes that, uh, or there's a general belief in Buddhism that the head is the most... um, powerful um area it's it's, it is the most sacred part of the body and the further down uh, from the body you go the less sacred and we you've had uh this is more very common in thailand who where they've dealt with foreigners coming in to get some of these uh, uh tattoos on their legs um which they've not been very happy about and graphical and physical depictions of buddha as a as a tattoo has not been very well received and this is a perfect example i believe of cultural appropriation because <laughs> we had that conversation uh when i was getting tattooed um we had a conversation of at at what point are you disrespecting the culture because there are lots of tattoos and lots of traditional styles that come from um that carry very heavy weight with them. And if you as an outsider to that culture are going, you want those, you want those tattoos or that style, you need to make sure that you're doing it in the most respectful way possible, in my opinion. Um, Because there's also at some point art is art because a lot of these cultural styles also just evolved for uh, societal um, and decorative reasons. Um, like I really want to get a Japanese styled half sleeve. 
on my left arm. Um, but I'd need to consult and have conversations with actual Japanese artists to see if that's going to be problematic or not, because I don't want to necessarily be a culture vulture. I don't want to get it because it's cool and it's in. Um, that's part like visually, yes, and that's why I want it. But I want to make sure I'm doing it respectfully. I, I, like, I hope that makes sense. Because with these yantra tattoos, uh, they they hold meaning. Um, it is it is a core. It is a part of their beliefs. And if if fucking Ken from Kansas is traveling to Thailand, and he's like, I fucking get some, uh, get good old Buddha just slapped on my calf. I'm like, all right, cool. I don't know what that accent was, by the way. Just go with it. Just deal with me being a fucking idiot. Um, but that's tattoos and me ranting about them. Uh, there's still a lot of negative connotations because I think it's very much a uh, westernized, a very colonial view. I mean, you could say I'm reaching, or it's, uh, um, or I'm I'm just like trying to start shit for no reason. But when you look at the way a lot of cultures have been wiped out because of colonizers uh, dubbing those cultures and practices as too barbaric because it's something different from what they're used to and what they do. That's why I say that I think that tattoos in general have a very negative connotation because it's all these outsiders who have been practicing it for hundreds, if not thousands of years as uh, culturally significant, but it doesn't fit with the Western uh, definition of what's handsome or what's sexy or what's attractive or um, what's uh, preferred. Um, like I've been, I've been the number of times I've been called terrorist by my own family has not been pleasant. Just because I happen to grow my beard out nice and thick, um, because that's what the British left us with. The British left us with being clean shaven hair nicely combed and short and well trimmed you shouldn't have long hair you shouldn't you shouldn't let your hair get too long you shouldn't let your beard get too unruly uh no piercings no tattoos be well behaved um obviously to me like i think if you're sensible it really depends on what you're trying to do and what your role in society is but otherwise just fucking be and live however you want to live is is how i've always thought and so i think a lot of that has kind of settled in and steeped in to in, in with the older generation um and that's changed obviously i think fucking 30 40 percent of uh millennials have a tattoo big or small one many um it's just become very much a part of the cultural norm starting to at least um and it's very much now seen as not necessarily being representative of anything if a person wants a tattoo they just want a tattoo and they're just expressing themselves very much with how piercings and uh, different colors of hair are being normalized um, because people just like to express themselves they think it looks good on them and that's all that matters as long as it makes them happy anyways i hope you enjoyed that little rant of an episode um thank you very much as always for those of you who listen i appreciate you all very much uh, those of you take time out of your day or week um to give me um some of that attention and to hear me give you my opinions on things that may or may not matter yeah y'all are the uh, y'all are the real ones uh that being said uh, the episode uh, that was before this uh simply titled palestine is probably one of the most ep important episodes i've ever 
recorded um, and probably the most research that I've put into an episode ever. So if you would like to understand some of the um, uh, some of what's happening between Palestine and Israel, I suggest you go and listen to that. It's just an episode that covers uh, and, and tries to help me. It's me giving you information on some of the common myths. I make my stance very clear. And I give you some evidence on why me being biased shouldn't affect um, the actual facts of of the situation. Uh, so if that sounds like something you're interested, please go ahead and give that a listen. That episode's out now. Uh, but otherwise, thank you very much for listening. As always, um, I will catch you all next week with another episode of Cultural Lenses. Please be safe. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Tell your loved ones you love them. And I'll see you next week. Take care.